But even bringing that to a smaller scale and looking at your week and saying that, you know, in in my work, I don't feel that you know, I gave my absolute best in that meeting mm. or I did my absolute best this week or this month or this quarter. Yes. And, and stopping and, and saying and looking at it and rather than beating yourself up about it and stressing about, am I going to lose my job one day? You know, the company's not do, p- performing well. Am I going to face retrenchment? What's, mm. what's happening with the pandemic? Oof, but yeah, rather looking true, at yeah. it and saying, you know, what i did the best with what i had and what i've been giving at the time was it my absolute best of all time probably not but was it the best based on the amount of time that i had to prepare for it based on the resources Mm. that i had available to myself did i do the best with what i had at the time and if you can answer that question you Mm. say yes maybe i was tired you know did i do the best with you know the energy levels that i had for that day Absolutely, yes. You know, not looking at it and mm-hmm. saying and stressing and looking into the future and saying, I don't know where this is going. I don't have any control over that. So why obsess about it? Hey, everyone. Welcome to the RLT podcast, where we share some real life tools, tips and tricks to help you not only discover, but also reach your ultimate goals. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Real Life Tips Podcast. This is episode number 45 and I'm your host, Mono. You're joined by Leon as usual. Welcome back. Get comfortable. It's going to be another hour of delightful conversation between myself and Marne. I saw something super interesting this week that Facebook is changing their name they are? to Meta. What? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Yeah. What did I miss? Yeah, after all these years. I know, I know. After all these years, I heard it on the news this morning, so I quickly did a, f- a nice little Google. Yeah. And yeah, man, they're going to change the name to Meta, it seems. I think it's a good thing. I wow. think it's a fresh start for them. Mm-hmm. I think all the negative things that's happened with regards to privacy and other stuff and political oh, yeah. propaganda on their platform, if you Google anything around that now, you'll find so much. But if you change the name, it all just disappears into an old name. So I think it's smart. What do you think? Yeah, I think, well, I mean, there's it's <laughs> Facebook has received such a bad rep over the last couple of years, maybe the last uh, five years or so, it's been extremely bad. Yeah. I mean, they've been in the news all the time about their misconduct in terms of handling personal data and information and the way that they do their marketing campaigns and all that kind of stuff, targeting, mm. retargeting. Uh, so maybe it, maybe it's actually going to make a difference. I don't know. Um, it's interesting. I actually want to go and read up about weird. it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully in a week I can I can go back and say that it was a hoax or something. But <laughs> I think it's it's going to be strange to live in a world without Facebook. People on Meta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very very weird. So we're going to have to go change all of our marketing stuff and icons on our website. And oh, geez. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's going to be a mission. It's like changing your cell phone number or something. <laughs> and we just spoke about that the other day. And yeah, that's that's quite a yeah. mission, especially if you have it, if yeah. you've had it for such Actually, a long time. Well, yeah, I mean, I think we digress. <laughs> Let's get to the this week's episode. Um, yeah. So if, you, if you're not a Facebook fan, um, there's a new application called Meta. Go check it out. But for this week's episode, um, we're going to be talking about ignorance and ignorance is bliss. I think we all know the saying. Mm -hmm. We're actually going to go a little bit into what that means for for us. And is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I kind of tend to believe that it's a positive thing um, in the sense of the emotional positivity that Mm -hmm. it brings, you know. But I think it could be a negative thing sometimes to be so... I would say, removed from reality that you don't know about the important things going on. Mm. So yeah, that's going to be 
that's going to be the topic of today. I'm super stoked to 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 touch on this topic because as you mentioned, you know, usually we we've we've all encountered people who are somewhat ignorant in in their ways, perhaps at work, mm. and maybe that's a good thing, you know. So we're going to really split it up into two different portions today. We're going to have a look at it from a couple of different angles. The two main ones are pretty much number one, you know, what's the positive side of being ignorant yeah. about life or about you know, certain circumstances, relationships that you're in. The second part is uh, looking at how this could be negative in some cases, that, that you know there is an exception mm. to the rule. But I think looking at ignorance from a positive side is going to be extremely interesting because we all want to, if you're anything like me, and I know, you, Leon, you and I, we're very much the same in this regard, is we mm. want to understand things. We want to understand life. We're very technical-minded individuals and um you know we yes. hence the jobs that we have you know we love getting caught up in the detail yep. we love dissecting everything uh the situations even the podcast that we have you know i mean the real life tips mm-hmm. podcast is really where we dissect life and 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 try and understand okay, it a little bit better yeah. you know so how is that uh, a good thing and how is that a bad thing sometimes in life i think it's extremely interesting when you look at it from a different perspective and you say that maybe it's not always best to know everything maybe you're there's just some stuff in life that we don't know what the answers are and maybe we should stop killing ourselves over it and trying to figure everything Mm. out and Mm -hmm. understand what the answers are what our purpose is on this planet and in life and you know all of those type of things so i think it's going to be really really cool deep diving into this once again we're going to have a look at the research what does the research say have there been studies that have been conducted that have proven that Mm. sometimes being ignorant is better Mm. you know Mm. in some regards so super stoked yeah and i think it's very important to also go into the meanings of the words you know um if you say ignorance is nice or ignorance is bliss you're almost saying the same thing um but ignorance is good um i wouldn't necessarily say that but Mm -hmm. i would say that it's nice i would say that it's blissful of course because it means your thoughts are quiet Mm. and you're at peace where is it good yeah well that's debatable that's what we're going to get into within this um, actual actual session Mm -hmm. so i want to dive into let's just start with i think the first thing that most people think about when it comes to ignorance is bliss and that's you know the stance of the world and the status of the world yeah. as it is right now with politics and economics and natural resources and climate change. And I mean, the list just goes on and on. Mm-hmm. You know, I find it so negative and it, it's weird how they have news flying at you the whole day. When I take my kids to school and we listen to the radio, there's news every five to 10 minutes. And Have you realized that the news is usually, apart from like sports wrap-ups and things like that, it's usually negative stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, by us now in South Africa, we're going to go through elections soon. There's a massive problem with electricity supply to everyone. So we're going through load shedding. Mm -hmm. The economy is in a ball of flames. The thing is that it keeps coming into your thoughts and your mind on a daily basis. But let's just reverse four years today. Mm -hmm. What's really that different? Four years today, we were also going to go through elections. Mm-hmm. And guess what? At that time, we still went through load shedding. We still had problems with our economy. I think that's now pretty much been for 30 years. Mm. And why do we keep pondering about these things that seemingly never change? Yeah. And that's the thing, right? And then when you get to 
um, your home office or your work office, you open your browser. If you've got the normal home screens enabled, it f immediately starts flinging and more news at yeah. you and highlights in the world. It's always negative stuff. Seven o'clock in the evening when you're trying to bath your kids and maybe you want to watch something on TV, it's news time. They fling more negative news at you just before you go to bed. So it almost feels as if if you get caught up in news as such, mm. um, it's usually negative. And I, I, I tend to wonder what good does it do yeah. to really know about all the negative stuff all the time. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think if you've got a surface idea of what's going on around you, so don't be so blissfully unaware that you're literally living on a little small utopia inside of this <laughs> world. Yeah, I think that would would be a little bit um, negligent yeah. or something. But um, to really know the blow-by-blow -blow details of Everything every single happens. thing that's going on, I just find it exhausting. And I think it's interesting because last week we did a great episode on on decluttering, you know, decluttering mentally and physically as well in your life. And we, we had this chat and you know, it really, really does come down to the more things you know and you know, about what's going on in the world or what's wrong in the world, things that don't impact your life, that also, you know, leads into this mental clutter that just you 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 get paralyzed by it because so right, yeah. constantly mm. you 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 don't know what to focus on you don't know you don't know what is important in life anymore because all of a sudden yeah. or you know but you can't focus on that because you're so obsessed about like what's going on in the world what's what's wrong with the world and all that and all of that is just mental clutter that's really what it comes down to one interesting thing that i heard a while ago i think i listened to a specific podcast i can't remember the name of it but they had such a great analogy of this and i think this really encapsulated i'm a person i obsess about the details i've just mentioned that but to such an extent that sometimes i try and dissect the purpose of us being here you know the mm, really existential mm. crisis that you sit in and you try and figure out what is the purpose of it all why go to work why work for money why do we have to grind it out every single day to just survive and feed our families and feed our kids and stuff and i got so caught up in this and i think this you really just encapsulated that entire process of saying that and they, I think they compared it to a computer, a normal computer that you work with and all that. There's a front end of this. You know, there's an operating system that you work on. In the background, yes, we're techie guys. We understand how the hardware mm. speaks to the software. Uh, we understand some coding languages and all of that, how things are built and, and you know, how things operate in the back end of it. The entire analogy that they used was just so beautiful because if you have a look at a computer, Nobody needs to really know what the bits and the bytes are in order to use no, that computer, right? Oh, exactly. All mm. you need to know is you know how to operate the software. That's it. You can remain completely oblivious to the fact that you know there's bits and bytes and the you know CPUs and these little chips communicating with this and this is how networking, you know, how computers talk over a network and over the internet. You don't have to obsess about that if you want to use a computer, right? In the same way, no. you don't need to understand how life works, how the spiritual world works and what religion is the best what you know all of these answers that we keep seeking in this world so i think that makes a lot of sense right that there there's a reason that we don't know everything in life and to mm -hmm. constantly sit and stress yourself out about finding out what the answers are you could sometimes just add to this stress to this anxiety 
and this world that we're already living in with all of this, your stuff going on already, you don't want to be adding to that. So why always go and seek the answers? I think Deepak Chopra said something beautiful in one of his books that I read back in the day. And he said that stepping into the world of the unknown or stepping into the world of uncertainty is the most beautiful part of life, right? It's where you don't need to know always to the T what your next step is going to be. You don't need to know where you're supposed to be in life. And trying to figure that out could sometimes completely restrict your success in life. You know, so stepping mm. into circumstances or uh, opportunities that you have absolutely no idea how that's going to work out for you, that is the beautiful part of life. It's not knowing that really spices yeah. things up. You, that's 100% true. And that's actually exactly the way that I view it. Mm. And the funny thing is when I look at, and we're still on the politics side of thing, there's obviously other things in life that one can be ignorant about as well. And we'll get into that. But I find a lot of the reasoning behind why people are so intrigued by politics and stuff is the sensationalism behind it. Yeah. They want to be able to have those discussions at work mm -hmm. and, you know, speak to and almost like they gossiping about you know this is what's going on in the world and what are we going to do and we're all doomed and we need to leave the country <laughs> we need to get multiplanetary yeah. existence going and you know they're breaking the hemispheres and the atmospheres and the whatever spheres and you know everything's going to go down and you know this, these are the very same conversations we've been having for decades and, you know, the, yes, the severity has probably gone up and I, I'm not saying at all that, there, that there's no problems in the world. What are you doing to fix it? If you're not doing anything to fix it, then why, why do you about worry it? about yeah, it so exactly. much? Yeah, why obsess about it? If you can't change it, mm -hmm. why should it consume space in your head? And I still think there's some people that, like for me, I get concerned when i hear these things then there's people that hear it and they just know that's another story that they can talk about mm, mm. so they find it as sensational and that's i think a different problem i don't think you know if it's going to be something that you can live with it to the point where you actually enjoy just talking about all this crap that's going on in the world yeah that's a problem in and of itself that you need to figure out for yourself but if it's if it's about trying and even thinking that there's a possibility that you can make any kind of change to it, instead of worrying about it and always, you know, seeking any kind of information about it, just don't worry about it. Yeah. Just don't think about it because it's taking up too much of your time and your energy. You can't do much about it anyways. Yeah. So why give it that presence? Why allow it to intrude on your life like that? For me, it's about... I, I always talk about how we've got finite time and finite, you know, brain capacity mm. and things like that. And if you start cluttering and we, you know, we just mentioned that our previous episode spoke about this, but when you start flooding and cluttering your brain with negativity and things that you, it, you can't even do anything about it. Mm. You're literally stealing away because there's only so much amount of time and so much amount of, you know, brain mm -hmm. capacity that you have. You're literally trading up good thoughts for bad ones. And you're literally trading up good actions and projects and mm. things that you can do with your time with bad and negative thoughts of talking about this around a campfire, just talking about crap. Yeah. Why aren't you rather talking about spiritual things or your kids' yeah. academics or school or something? Exactly. You know, or your hobbies. So it's literally you are trading good for bad. That's just to kind of bring it down to the yeah. basics. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's almost like... You can't obsess over a problem if you don't know that it exists, 
You know, and I, I think yes. you know, so. There's just this beauty in that. It's it's really saying that you're even in your personal relationships. I think that that plays a key role. I mean, I'm pretty sure that you've encountered the same thing with people in your life that you see that mm. upsets you. You know, when you spend time with them, or you know, it just grinds you, and you feel that there's they're not contributing any greatness to your life. So you remove yourself yes. from those situations, right? Or right. you unfriend them on social media, and you just don't want to be involved <laughs> in that. You know, yeah. so it's like. You just want to be completely ignorant about what's going on in their lives and stuff because you don't want to really stress about that kind of stuff. I feel that relationships, personal relationships are the same. Yeah, and the funny thing is usually the people that are most opinionated about stuff going wrong mm. of the most far removed from the issue. Yeah. Like you will have people in South Africa complaining about um, hijacking but they've never been hijacked and they stay inside the world's best Fort Knox security yeah. estates. You know, it's like my wife would come to me even. And I, I, I hope she doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> but my wife would come to me and say, oh, there was another hijacking somewhere in Joburg yesterday and we need to start oh, this world and we need to worry about and just look around you when you're driving around. Of course, you're still going to do those yeah. things. And of mm -hmm. course, you're going to take the normal, um, you know, measures of safe, safeguarding yourself in your vehicle. Mm -hmm. But there's three and a half million people in Joburg. If one person got hijacked yesterday, how relevant is that really? Yeah. Look, I mean, like you said, you still got to be on the lookout for it and you still got to make sure that you're you remain aware of your surroundings and, and things like that. But I think in, in, in your personal relationships, that actually plays a key role as well. So many times I've been in, in relationships when I was younger, you know, where you get into constant nitpicky fights because of someone's past. Yeah. And, you know, that it's irrelevant. You know, are you happy in your relationship now? Maybe, yeah, sure, there are some past experiences and things that you have to touch on to ensure that, you know, you understand that person a little bit better. They understand you a little bit better. But to such an extent that you constantly obsess about their past and, and what happened and mm. the choices that they made in the past and all that, remaining ignorant no, to that, though. I feel, yes, it could actually benefit the relationship don't you feel that that actually applies to not just your know, romantic relationships but maybe family relationships friend relationships not knowing everything about every single person that you have a close relationship with could sometimes benefit that relationship for the best i 100 percent agree on this one and this i think is a controversial one i think a lot of people believe in the fairy tale setup you know maybe they watch too many movies <laughs> yeah. maybe they spoke to too many of their mates and friends that picture this picturesque perfect way of meeting and greeting their mr right or mrs right and the truth of the matter is that everyone is flawed um, everyone's made mistakes everyone's got a history and a past and that's kind of what builds the character right that's what gives a, p a person a lot of facets and interesting value mm. If they were just a plain vanilla, you know, um, almost like a template yeah. of the perfect person, I, I personally feel that that would be quite hollow and I don't think that would be someone yeah. that would excite me or that would be interesting to me. But for some reason, most, or not most, but a lot of mates and, and girlfriends and so on of mine would think that they need to know everything and everything, anything and everything that a guy has gone through or that a yeah. girl has gone through. They need to know how many people they've been with, mm. who, how many times did you speak to that person? How serious was it? Do you still think about that person? Yeah. 
What did you do when you were 15? What did you do when you were 14? <laughs> when was your first? When was your last? How many times? Yeah. Those questions. And a lot of it could be super personal. Maybe you went through a very, like for, for me, for example, I've had like three stages of life. I had my child life. Mm. Then I had my rebellious life where I'd made many mistakes of which a lot of people, I'm the only person that knows about some of the yeah. things that went on in that era of my life. No one knows anything about it. And I'm never ever going to share a lot of some of the stuff no, that came out of that because it's not time. relevant anymore, right? It's, it's not relevant yeah. anymore. And you're going to, if I say that to someone now, 20 years later, mm. they might go and now brand me yeah, as that. Exactly. You know, they will look at me differently. But I'm not that person anymore. Exactly. I went through a weird time and I'm not that person. So it's really not relevant. If you look at Germany right now, mm. do you really look at the German staff members in your organization, maybe if you work for an international company, mm. and you still judge them for the Holocaust every time that you speak to them? Of course not. You don't. Yeah, exactly. You don't. That's, that's history. That's past experience. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of reasoning. And I think you make a super good point that if you meet someone it's not necessary mm. for the relationship to work to understand everything that that person has ever gone yep. through. Some things are meant for you and your, yourself alone and you see it as a learning experience. Hopefully you found a deeper meaning through those experiences and you found yourself through those experiences and you became a better person. Yep. And no one needs to always know about this. I think I think it's interesting because it, it really boils down to trust. Um, you know, trusting that that person can handle themselves in whatever situation it is. I, I think so many times, and now what you're touching on is also, you know, not needing to know what happened in every single person's day, every single minute and all that. Look, I've been in relationships where the other person has messed up in the past or maybe messed up in that relationship. Mm -hmm. And you find yourself, you know, wanting to know basically keep tabs on that person you don't and it kills you it mm -hmm. kills you i did this for a little while and i was you know it yeah, really really kills right. the whole relationship because now mm. you feel that you know that person cannot be trusted, be trusted. And, and they can't mm. handle their own you know they and can't it's not fair because yeah, yeah yes that's so, so i think yeah. not not knowing is is blissful in that regard as well because then all of a mm. sudden what you're saying is like look, I don't need to keep tabs on you. I don't want to be that person. So I trust you to hold your own. I trust you to mm. to do what's right when you're not being watched, you know, when so that we don't, we, we establish some level of deeper trust within this relationship. So I think definitely looking at that from a positive side, but there's so many negative things that can come from being ignorant as well if we really wanted to flip this on its head and look at mm. not just personal life but look at your career you know look at work-wise how this could actually affect you if you remain ignorant to the fact that in your career you say that maybe you're selling pots and pans and and you're like yeah you know, we have the best product out in the market and that's all i need to know i don't need to know about the competitors i don't need to know what each and every single feature or or, or um make a model is of the pots that they're selling being ignorant in that regard could really actually affect your life negatively in your career, mm -hmm. but also having your own business. I feel that you need to stay on top of yes, you know, what the competitors are doing. Yeah, yeah, no, hundred percent. If you so again, I feel that ignorance should be blissful. You, so it's almost like you need to decide for yourself and be mindful about what you're going to be ignorant about and what not. What are you going to filter yes. out, and what are you going to Absolutely. allow into your life? 
I wouldn't be the guy that walks around on the street and says, oh, what? COVID? I never knew about it. You know, I wouldn't be that <laughs> yeah. ignorant. You know, like, oh, lockdown, what's that? Mm-hmm. I would at least know a little bit what's going on. But I have really lost interest in the daily tracking and the number oh, of millions absolutely. of people vaccinated mm-hmm. and ooh, this vaccine is now showing this problem and that vaccine is now showing this and there's new research. I don't care. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help me. I can't do anything about it. I will eventually get the right news at the end of the train when everyone's made up their minds and the fact has come out. I will then know what's going on. But in business, you can't do the same. So everything that's sort of almost like emotional, you can filter what goes in and out. But when it's a logical thing, so something that's going to affect your livelihood or something that's going to affect your professional side, Mm -hmm. something that you need to be proficient in, there you have to be so aggressive that you know what's going on in every competitor's mind, what's going on in their business, what's going on in their R&D, what are they developing, how can you surpass them if you want to be great. Mm. That's the only way that you're going to do it. Yes, you can do what everyone else does and just hope that there's enough you know, fish in the ocean to feed all the vendors. Or you can be the best and you can have the entire pool of fish to yourself or school of fish to yourself. And again, I'm saying this from a point of a person that doesn't run his own business, but I know that that's how it works. I've read probably 100 business books and that's how it has to be. If you want to have a successful business in the sense of financially flourishing in that business, at the very least, you need to have a value proposition that surpasses that of your competitor. You need to either have something super amazing. You don't necessarily have to be the cheapest. Mm -hmm. You just have to be the best. Um, And that's going to completely pull you into. So there you can't say that, listen, I'm opening a Dunky Donuts right next to a Krispy Kreme and I think I'm going to win this war. Yeah. It's, you know, that is not a smart move. That is, that is shame on you because that's going to, that's a 50-50. Okay. So you need to kind of decide and pick your, pick your battles when it comes to business. And there you can't just be ignorant and say that, ah, you know, I'm just going to open a business. I'm going to put enough money in it. I'm going to arrive every day. I'm going to put in my eight to five and that's just going to be enough. And then in three months when your doors close because a competitor opened shop, 50 meters away from you or maybe within the same block or the same area and you wonder why are you so duped and what did you do wrong and how me and why me always is because you didn't prepare for that and so it can't be applied i don't think ignorance should be applied in all aspects of life so actually um it brings us into a little bit of research that was done there was actually a study done online apa called the journal of personality and social psychology and this was actually interesting i read this through a few times and i was actually able to get a lot of the study on different websites so a lot of people refer to this and actually i think value this as the true north for for ignorance mm-hmm. bliss and what it all means And it comes down to exactly like what we said. If you take a group of people and you feed them negative information, right? Mm -hmm. But you are super complex in the way that you deliver the message. So you go into the details and you explain every little aspect of the problem. They usually zone out and they would let the government kind of handle the issue because they don't want to be involved and they hand it off to the government. If you do the opposite and you give them the peak and valleys, like I like to call them, so the highlights and lowlights, nothing in between, Mm -hmm. 
they tend to be a little bit more involved in wanting to know exactly what's going on. And then they trust the government less to actually resolve the issue funny enough. Wow. And that is exactly the way that I, I just mentioned yeah. with my COVID example. I want to know the highlights of the pandemic. Yes. I don't want to know the blow Because we've been there. Yeah, we've seen that. You exactly. Know, obsessing this over This country it kills is now spiking yeah. again. Exactly. So, and so it seems like every single person is like that. But the same study also shows and points out something. So this is going to hurt a little bit. I think when I read this, I was like, Oof, okay, that's true, but it's not nice yeah. to hear. But it says... And I'm just going to quote verbatim here. It says, One reason that the ignorant also tend to be blissfully self-assured, the researchers believe, is that the skills required for competence often are the same skills necessary to recognize competence. <laughs> so basically, yeah. they are saying that if you don't know anything about the topic and they start talking about the details, you zone out automatically yeah. because you don't know what they're talking uh -huh. about. And this is also true if they go into, um, I remember when um, I started getting interested in global warming and looking at how the planet is slowly but surely busy warming up and, mm. you know, things like that. And I started watching the TED various, like hundreds of TEDx and TED um, videos. Yeah. And I found myself knowing one thing, mm -hmm. that's that it's true, <laughs> there is a problem. But I, I, for the life of me, I'm not a scientist. I couldn't understand half the stuff that they were talking about. So I kind of got ignorant about it. I know the problem is there. I know that if I get the opportunity to buy a Tesla and put panels on the roof of my house to pr provide electricity, I'll probably do it because there's that problem. Mm -hmm. But I'm super ignorant in the meantime of exactly what it is that is going wrong and how this affects everything and is a car really going to change the world? Is trucks that's going to do we need to do all the air, airports and, yeah. and the planes? I once heard that if you shoot down, and this is sorry for my barbaric mention here, but if you shoot all the cows <laughs> in Australia, you will automatically, because of all the methane gas or something, you will automatically stop global warming because they're the biggest contributor. So wow. there's so yeah. much information flying around that I just realized. I know that it's true. Mm -hmm. I know that it's a problem. I'm pretty sure there's some smart people looking into it. Yep. I trust that they'll do a good job at that. And that's what I'm going to leave but it saying, at. But saying that you can focus, you only focus on what you have control over in, in this regard. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, if, if Tesla comes to South Africa, I'll probably like to get one. Yep. The moment I can get solar panels on my roof, I'm going to do that. And that's not just because I want renewable energy i just want energy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i yeah, mean it's absolutely. it comes down to the point of the study basically indicates that yes people do tend to trust detailed information more and let the government kind of handle it mm -hmm. less information they tend to be more involved and they want to know more but they don't trust the government and the stuff that they actually don't understand they show less interest on yep. because they don't really have the competence to understand what it's all but about. But it's but it's almost like it piques their curiosity, you know, because now you don't know yeah. too much about it, so you actually you you're intrigued. You want to go and find out more. So it makes a lot of sense, Leon. Absolutely love that. I think that it's time for us to deep dive into the real life tips. <laughs> I'm getting better with the beatbox. Bit big. Yeah, you are for today. <laughs> Great, Leon. I think. I'm going to hit it off with a, mm. with a tip. I think it's it's really a great time for us to to focus on the fact that ignorance is bliss and, the, and looking at it from the angle of saying that it could actually contribute to your creativity in life and the way that you solve your problems if you don't obsess about the details, right? And really, yes. I think my one tip is 
look, don't get me, I'm going to split this up into two different parts, right? Preparedness equals confidence. It's one little tip that I've always sort of pinned in the back of my mind is that if you want to be more confident in something, absolutely Ignorance is bliss is not going to apply to you there, right? Mm. You have to go and be prepared in order to go and nail a specific meeting, to nail a presentation, to nail a, a sale, you know? At the end of the day, you have to be prepared to the T when it comes to things like that. So yes, preparedness mm-hmm. equals confidence is my tip number one. Now, tip number two is still looking at creativity and looking at ignorance in that regard. I think Stepping into the world of uncertainty, stepping into the world of the unknown spikes your creative mind. It, it almost triggers your creative mind to such yeah. an extent that when you sit down and you want to write a song, for instance, you know, not going and obsessing about the details about what was the best song ever written? Why was it the best song? What sort of riffs or, or tones or notes or whatever they used in that? How did they flow it in? You start obsessing about it and overthinking and you get paralyzed by the details. So seeing ignorance in such a regard as as a creative catalyst, you know, really using it as mm. that because not knowing every single detail about your personal relationships, not knowing every single detail about what the best choice in life is, what the best move is for you to the exact T of it, I think is sometimes beautiful. And those are two, my two tips, understanding that preparedness equals confidence. And number two, knowing that not knowing everything about everything is okay. Yeah. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> yeah, look, I think you actually maybe copied off my high school paper oh, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. So I was going to talk about the creativity as well. So yeah, you're quite right. I think um, for me, I think the only tip that I've then got left over is that if you find yourself stressed constantly, and we talk so much on this episode about stress and stress factors and so on, and, and if you go to the root of the problem, you'll sometimes find that your brain is super busy at trying to deal with many, many different things. And you might find that many of those things are things that you can do nothing about. Mm. We talk about this frequently. And yes, it seems better said than done or easier said than done to just ignore those things and take them as as, as matter of fact or take them as something that's part of life. Mm. But I promise you, the less you know sometimes could be blissful. Yep. Um, if I take, again, world circumstances is, for me, a very good example. I take my mother as an example. She's an active listener of the show. <laughs> so she's going to know that I'm talking about her now. But she loves to sit and research about all the conspiracy theories going yeah. on in the world and all the world economics and world politics and the Middle East versus the West and, you know, all of those things. And, <laughs> you know, it. I'm, I'm thinking it's, again, it's intriguing to her more than anything else. But if I was in that position and I read all of that negativity, mm. that is on such a global scale that I'll probably live every day wondering when is the nuke dropping yeah. when are we just all going to get wiped out by some crazy person in one of those big militaries that pushes the red button and we all just go kaboom yeah you know <laughs> i feel that if the information that you are consuming are so far removed from you and it's negative information unless you really enjoy it which i think is the case for my mother mm. But if you are going like me, think about those as real life circumstance that's happening right now. I've got kids in this world that I still want to kind of hand off one day at old age Mm -hmm. and see my Mm -hmm. grandkids and stuff. Those 
issues in the world make me really, really wonder and stress. And you then don't feel like you can escape them. If it's local issues in my country, I can maybe still make a plan and move out of country and things like that, like so many people are busy doing. But if it's such global phenomena that's busy going on, Mm. I really can't do much. And no matter where I am in the world, I can't escape the problem. You know what I mean? So I kind of feel ignorance is bliss is something that you should apply everywhere that you find yourself stressing about things that you have absolutely no control of if it's something like global warming what are you really going to do unless you are working in one of those businesses that are busy developing new technology to help the world there's nothing you can do about it it's nice to know that it's a problem Yes, we are starting to see some products introduced that's going to make us as consumers help the environment a little bit in some way. Mm-hmm. So go get those things. But sitting and stressing about the ice caps melting, and I, I just don't think it's productive. Yeah. Rather spend that time with your family. Take in the time with them. Look at their eyes, their facial expressions. That, Look yeah. at your kids, the new things that they do every but day. But even bringing that to a smaller scale and looking at your week and saying that, you know, in in my work, I don't feel that you know, I gave my absolute best in that meeting mm. or I did my absolute best this week or this month or this quarter. Yes. And, and stopping and, and saying and looking at it and rather than beating yourself up about it and stressing about, am I going to lose my job one day? You know, the company's not p- performing well. Am I going to face retrenchment? What's mm. what's happening with the pandemic? Oh, yeah, but rather looking true, at yeah. it and saying, you know what? I did the best with what I had and what I've been giving at the time. Was it my absolute best yes. of all time? Probably not. But was it the best based on the amount of time that I had to prepare for it, based on the resources mm. that I had available to myself? Did I do the best with what I had at the time? And if you can answer that question, you mm-hmm. say, yes, maybe I was tired. You know, Did I do the best with... You know, the energy levels that I had for that day. Absolutely, yes. You know, not looking at it and mm-hmm. saying and stressing and looking into the future and saying, I don't know where this is going. I don't have any control over that. So why obsess about it? Saying that, you know, I did the best with what I had. Absolutely beautiful, Leon. I love your tip, by the way. I think that it should be applied to a finite amount of circumstances in your life. Knowing where you should mm. apply it and knowing where you shouldn't apply it, I think really, really covers it quite beautifully. Leon, I've absolutely enjoyed this episode. I think that not knowing everything about every single circumstance in our lives can sometimes be blissful. Enjoyed it so much. Yes. Looking forward to the next episode. If you're brand new to the show and this was your first episode, go and check out our last episode where we chatted about mental clutter or decluttering and, and physical decluttering mm. as well. Mm. I think it really will tie in quite nicely. Already stoked to record the next one. We've got a very good episode coming up next week, so stay tuned for that. If you haven't joined our Facebook page, we share very short clips or previews of our upcoming episodes go and check it out Mm, mm. but on that looking forward to seeing you guys in the next episode this is me signing off mono yeah you were joined by leon as money mentioned we are pretty much everywhere go check our facebook our website we on all the major podcasting platforms so go find us share it with your friends we really want to grow this and we want to get you know this knowledge and some sort of what i would call it almost young wisdom out to a lot of people and a lot more people so thank you guys for joining this episode and we'll join you next episode stay safe out there cheers Bye.
What's up guys and girls? If you've derived some great value from our show thus far, please take a second to rate and review us on the platform that you're tuned in on. This will really help us to grow the show and reach more and more people to spread the positivity and change more and more lives. So it will literally just take you a second to rate and review us and who knows, perhaps you could directly be responsible for changing someone's life today. We look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. Until then, cheers.